It's November 3rd, and you're listening to the Magnificent Fantasy Football Show. November 3rd. I, I have to scramble and check the date in every intro. It always weirds me out what the date actually is, and it's the 3rd of November... You're listening to the sweet sounds of Manatee Jackson. <laughs> this this fine. Is it Tuesday? Easy? What day is it? Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. The club turning up on a Wednesday. And we're we're gonna talk about um some week nine action. The North or excuse me, the Midwest Empire League. But first of all, I mean, poop talk. Did you get one out this morning? Uh, it's my daily routine. Yeah. Easy here. Um, every single day. <laughs> Easy here. It's my daily routine. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I wake up and I poop. Like that's my number one, number two. I used God, to you... smoke cigarettes and that used to you be did? my routine. Yeah. I, I smoked cigarettes for like seven years or something. Holy shit. Um, but that like, used to be Martine. I'd wake up and I'd smoke a cigarette because I was super addicted. That's so crazy. Was it like related to alcohol or you just liked it as a standalone? No, I, yeah, it was like a full on nicotine addiction, cigarette addiction. I was, I would smoke all day long and I would not crazy. drink all day long. Yeah. I did not know that about you, but I'm glad you put your addiction behind. Now you have new addictions. Like fantasy football and pooping. I am not as well trained. I have to get my coffee in and like breakfast and then force it out of my body. So I haven't gotten mine out yet. Um, But that's okay. I I had a weird poop dream last night. And it's a poop dream. Yeah. No, this is kind of weird because I wouldn't have even thought twice about it. And then like. I'm thinking about what kind of poop stuff can I talk about? And then I'm like, I had a poop dream last. That's kind of a weird poop dream. Oh, so I was in the dream. I was feeding my dog and my dog's eating. <laughs> I don't know what meal of the day it was for, for my dog, my dog. Um, but uh, dog was eating the, the meal. Well, it's called breakfast and mm-hmm. like gets halfway through. And then we're like, telepathically speaking to each other he just like looking at me and he, i just hear him say what's that and then i like i'm speaking back to him via telepathy and without moving our you know without making any noises i just like say what's what and he's like what's that and then i look in his dish and then like i'm seeing like his normal dog food within this one shade of chunk of something that's a different color and i'm like is that poop and he's like that's poop. I'm like, there's poop in your dog dish? He's like, you put poop in my dog dish. I'm like, how did I scoop poop in your dog dish? And I remember just trying to think, did I like, like I scoop his food up and I scoop his poop up. Did I kind of cross the two? And then he like gave me this judging look. And then I just remember thinking about like, what if I was eating something and then all of a sudden there's like shit on my plate? And then, like, we didn't talk, and it was just, like, dead silence, and I was just thinking about how terrible that'd be if that happened to you at, like, 
a restaurant or at your home. So squeegee sitting there thinking like, like MJ just put shit on my, in my dish and you didn't address it. You never said like, I didn't do that. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know how that got there. Yeah. It was like, I felt really embarrassed. I'm sorry. Squeegee squeegee is my dog's name. Um, but yeah, then there's this weird, awkward, like staring at each other in silence while I was just going down a portal in my own head. Like, what if there was poop on my plate? I, I think the most underrated. It was an. It's an interesting poop story, poop dream. I don't think I've ever had a poop dream that I can recall. Think the most interesting part of that story for me is that in your dream you could communicate with your dog. That sounds awesome. I know, but it was weird because it was like telepathic mm-hmm. we're just looking at each other and having a conversation mm-hmm. and I, I it's weird because i had to think about that i'm like we were communicating but i don't remember his like mouth moving like telepathy that's what it was but yeah cool. that <laughs> that was a weird dream to start the day um yeah so that that's the most relevant poop story that i have for you nailed it I could go on. Um, I actually had something very embarrassing happen to me that only myself knew about. (laughs) And um, I want to preface this story by talking up how clean I am when I when I, uh, you know, wipe up and finish a poop. You know, I get all the surfaces. I wad up a little ball. I run underneath the sink and then do a wet wipe and make sure there's there's literally nothing that remains. I don't know how thorough you are. Do you have a method like that? But I yeah, no, I don't. I, I've known for a while that you use wet wipes, and that's bizarre to me. I I commend you on it. I I just I don't I don't have time for that. I I do the wipes until I don't see anything coming back, and then I'm done. The final wet wipe is clutch. It gives you reassurance and confidence that you did your business and you're clean. You're good to go for the day. I will say, sorry, I'm going to hijack for a second. Um, Market Zero, uh, their family got a bidet and I'm very intrigued. I've been trying to sneak up and use that bidet for a while and I just keep getting cock blocked. But uh, it's uh, it's an interesting concept. I'm I'm uh, I, I would say I'm in, I'm. I'm very actively intrigued into into uh, installing one of those aftermarket ones. I love how the whole family inherited the bidet. Like it's it's important for everybody in this family that we have a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had a bidet too. You had one. Why don't you still? It started leaking, and I had to uninstall it. And oh. um, haven't gotten around to getting a new one, but it is a game changer. Um, I would have let you used ours if we still had it, but oh. I have to install a new one. Thanks, man. The one, th- <laughs> the one thing I'll say about it, but I don't know, there's a bunch of different brands, but the one we had, it was like, I mean, a violent, like super soaker. And it was very <laughs> sensitive. And it could pierce you and actually hurt. Gosh. So you had to like. It's going right up the butthole. Oh, yeah, you'd get some direct hits and you'd just be like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, you had to like just slowly turn the knob and be like, all right, let's let's hope I don't like crank this too quickly. It'll really mess me up. And they're actually 
honestly, is you don't have to wait for a family to inherit a bidet. You can install one yourself. They're only like 40 or 50 bucks off Amazon. I don't know. It's just the work involved with, I don't, I don't, I don't see an open like water line that I could connect it to. So I don't know, you know, no, maybe you don't maybe have to, there's day. no separate water. It just uses the same water line your toilet uses. It's really I know, easy. But I don't, I don't, I don't see where that's coming. Anyways, I just, I know I could do it. I'm not, I just haven't, uh, I don't care enough to, to move forward. It comes with a splitter in the package, another pipe. So you just connect that, connect the pipe. What are you, a, a sales rep for this company? hey i enjoyed the bidet that's all i gotta say (laughs) uh so where that story was going and why i'm so proud of my clean cleanliness after a big poop i had a meeting yesterday and i had to sneak in a poop and these two things work against each other because i need more time for poop i don't have enough time before meeting so i'm hurrying it's just a messy one trying to get it all cleaned up don't have time to fully do it to my liking but i thought i got it there good enough still try to make the time run to my computer meeting got canceled I'm like are you effing kidding me and then i just like grinded it out worked all day following morning so this is yesterday morning taking a shower this is the only first known memory i have of ever noticing a dingleberry oh and it shocked me because it was like ow and it was like dried and like super hard and pretty yeah. small like maybe i don't know pea size but like flattened out um and it like connected hair from like one side of the cheek to a hair on the other side of the cheek like a very small thing and i had to i thought i was gonna have to get scissors <laughs> but <laughs> just rip that shit i thought that too and i'm like nope those uh those hairs are too rooted and then i decided to just sit there and wait for the water to slowly get it wet enough to where it could just like work itself out but i was like geez that's disgusting oh man so yeah first first embarrassing moment with that experience so maybe I need to like cut some hairs or take a little bit more time next time. <laughs> that's uh, uh that's a fun one. All right. Should so we hop into it. Yeah, where are we at in the season here? We're it's week nine, right? I had to double like think about that. It is week nine. Um let's just quickly go over the standing. Somehow sexual Thielen still hasn't lost a game. Uh, yeah, that second round pick I have of his, it's going to be a really cool end of the round third rounder. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that trash. Uh, last week, he and I both won with pretty mediocre performances. He had 94 points, but it beat fully torqued 87 points, which was a that was a big matchup. And it really it was kind of turned into a pillow fight. Um, but those two are two of the top teams in the league. So. Yeah, I'm surprised Fully Torque is coming off hot this year after, I mean, he hasn't really like been in the discussion prior years, but he's got Josh Allen. Nick Chubb is here. He gets him back. So that's only going to help. Russell, Russell Gage, I think is going to only increase in value, especially with Calvin Ridley is going to be out for who knows how long he's stepping yeah. away. What happened with that? 
He's just, he's, oh yeah, it's Calvin Ridley too, so that makes sense. He's stepping away just to figure out some mental issues. So nobody, yeah, nobody likes to hear that. You don't want to be a prisoner in your own mind. So hopefully he figures that out. Um, But yeah, what else? Does he have any other like heavy hitters on this squad? Tyler Lockett. Well, he's, he's on a bye. Uh, fully torqued was that was the Jefferson. team that we kept. I I kept um, lauding his wide receiver core, but without Calvin Ridley, that takes a hit. Yeah, it's a big hit. Yeah, but you're you're right. So as Jefferson and Lockett, so not too shab. Yeah, am I missing and Antonio no. Brown? Right. Yeah, he does have no. Antonio Brown. Oh, he does. He does. Yep, you're right. So. Yeah, sitting. I mean, he's pretty lucky to be sitting at six and two with all those injuries. Um, and he'll let you know loud and proud he's like injury cursed guy. It only happens to him every year and nobody else. Oh wow, that but sucks yeah. for him. <laughs> and speaking of injuries, what are you gonna do about King Henry? Yeah, you know, I picked up the handcuff there, so we'll play him, but uh it hurts. I'm not gonna say it doesn't hurt. It hurts. Who is the handcuff? Is it is it Adriano? Uh, JD Adriano? McKissick. JD McKissick oh, no. plays for the Titans. No. That's not right. Jeremy McNichols. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Same, same. Yeah. Um Adrian, well, that's is I was kind of thinking about this in the other redraft league if I wanna go all in on that guy, and I like him. But I don't know when Darrington Darrington I don't know how to say Darrington Evans. I don't know when he's going to be back, and he was the clear favorite handcuff going into the season, but he's just been on IR. So I think he'll be back soon-ish. Mm-hmm. And then you put AP in the mold. We all know he's a freak, but he's not going to be like a King Henry there. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. I thought they were going to try to grab a running back before the trade deadline um, came to a close yesterday, but there wasn't any movement. And I think strategy-wise... So here's the thing. I have King Henry in the other Empire League. And it was a brutal week for me because that's a two. Just a vent really quick on that one. We'll bring it back. Two quarterback league. I lost Jameis Winston, which if you lose a quarterback in a two quarterback league, it kills you. Um, I had Calvin Ridley and I had uh, King Henry all go down. And I'm sitting at one of the top teams on that side. And now I'm just kind of fucked. So I'm kind of thinking like you strategy wise you're looking at king henry you're likely going to be a playoff team are you making any moves before playoffs are you just trying to wait it out and hope that king henry comes back for your playoff run yeah i guess i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i'm i'm desperate to try to find someone um like i think mcnichols could i don't know it'll be interesting to see how he plays in this next in this next game or if ap comes in and and lights it up but uh i mean i got javante williams and kenny gainwell and gainwell didn't have a good week last week but he is kind of thought to be the main guy after miles sanders and i know miles sanders will be back before the playoffs but maybe he gainwell can be someone that can fill in in the meantime and then javante williams uh I don't know. I think he he is the future in Denver. So uh, I I I I don't know. I could see him continuing with this role all season long, where he's you know picking up. He's his projected points is usually around eight or nine or ten. Um, he's been pretty I, consistent, high floor has, type guy. Yep. 
and I, I, but I could see him, um, I could see him maybe taking over a bigger role as the season drags on here. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess there. I'm not, I'm not really like, I'm not in a spot where I'm like trying to scramble to f- figure out who to get on my team. Um, I'm, I think I can, I could roll with who I have, but yeah, I think you're always looking for what else you could bring in. Yeah, I think if you were sitting at like a 500 record, like four and four and this injury could potentially knock you out of the playoffs, that's when you might want to consider it. But six and two, I like your odds of getting into the playoffs. And they're saying Derrick Henry is going to be out. They're projecting, what, six to eight weeks. So if it's six weeks, then you have him fresh and healthy for the start of the fantasy playoffs. That's exactly right. six weeks. Yeah. So, um yeah, I'm with you there. I was also looking. I thought he was turning 29. Returns 28 in January. So from a dynasty perspective, if he was turning 29, I'd almost be like, this is his peak season. I got to get rid of him. This is too much risk. But I think he's has at least one more really good year out of him. Age 28 next year. So <clears throat> I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, he's either. through eight games. He's already got 937 <clears throat> yards rushing. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. But now the rushing title's wide open. Who do you think's going to run for it? Alvin Kamara. He's been getting the rushes. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> God, like averaging 18 rush attempts a game lately. It's pretty nuts. I'm only saying I that because I have him and I'm a homer. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I think you're, yeah. You're definitely sitting good. I forgot you had Kamara. Um, damn. And Debo, is he any good? Yeah. Do I do you do you will you issue an apology yet? No, his uh, career game was still week one, 189 yards, career high receiving yards, and he hardly hasn't a gone one-off above performance that. though, which was what you were insinuating that he wouldn't. That this was a, a one-off performance, and he's just gonna he's gonna go back to mediocrity. It was a what has he game. done in the last what what has he done in the last four games? Thirty three point seven, fourteen point six, twenty even, and twenty two point one. Yeah, he, I mean, he had a career game week one, and he's done pretty good <laughs> since then. <laughs> okay, well, I'll wait till uh, I will wait till he brings in one hundred ninety yards or or more, and then I'll demand <laughs> my apology. You know what? I'll give it to you. I, you're right. I can't admit it. I didn't say it, but I can't admit it. You know, I thought it was going to take a little while for Ayuk to get going this year. And with um, what's his face? Kittle. Kittle coming back and getting healthy. I didn't project Debo to continue this crazy pace he's continuing. So <clears throat> he has surprised me. But again, Ayuk number is three, good. Number three wide receiver in, in the league right now. As far as uh, fantasy points go, I'm showing four. Oh, maybe that was before the Monday night night game. <laughs> Which, how is that possible? What? He scored like 28 points, and he's only a number four. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, he's he's doing way better than I thought he would. Congrats! Thanks Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you got a good game. I do like Gainwell going forward. I know game script wasn't in his favor last week, 
I mean, Eagles found out what it's like to play from ahead in a blowout win, and Jordan Howard got two goal line carries, two goal line touchdowns, I should say. <clears throat> so playing from behind versus Los Angeles Chargers, um, I think Gainwell will be more involved in the passing game going forward. All right, who else is in the playoff mix here? So we got fully torqued, North remembers, sexual feeling. We're also looking at uh, Grizzly Dizzly. So I think we'll probably end up having three teams from the Summit League in there. I'm trying to look. I figured this out last time, and of course I can't figure it out right now. Just trying to see the playoff bracket if things were to end now. It looks like it would be fully torqued, brew, brew crew, uh, sexual Thielen, North Remembers, Grizzly Dizzly, and then Boner Stew. Yeah, but what is it? Where? I can't find it. Whatever. Yeah, you're okay. If we just look at the league. Yeah, it's probably exactly what you said. Just looking at the division leaders. I will say for me sitting at. What am I at? Two and six. Two and six. In the. Um. Surly division. I have the most PF points for in that division sitting at the bottom. Only two know, games how back. How frustrating is that? A little frustrating. I'm only two games back. So, I What's mean, max six points for too. Let me look that up real quick. Uh, spare me. <laughs> um, But I don't know. Six, six games still. Before the playoffs. Yeah, your, still... your maximum points for if you had perfect rosters every week would be 989 and uh, Boner Stews is at 1001. Otherwise, everyone else is Ooh. lower. So Boner Stew is a worse manager in that regard, or he just has way more depth. No, I think he's worse. Although my roster. Kidding. I... No, he's worse. Um, I mean, my roster is not bad. Jonathan Taylor is really starting to get the volume. Um, I think the the arrow is pointing up for heartthrob JTT. Um, 90s teen heartthrob JTT. Kyler Murray, I mean, hasn't played too well last game, last couple games. Is he out for a few? Uh, I think he like twisted his ankle in the last play of that game when he threw an in end zone interception to the stupid Packers. How dumb was AJ Green? That was so dumb. I'm that, convinced. Yeah. I'm convinced he was looking up at the video board to try to like look at the play, but that's always like delayed a little bit. I know. <laughs> that's a good call. He probably was. Because you know how like running backs will do that when they break off and then they want to like see if someone's chasing them down. So I'll look up at the video board. Yeah. Adrian yep. Peterson used to do that all the time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that his head was up looking at the video board when that ball sailed behind him and got picked off. Oh, my God. What an idiot. It was weird. I just remember seeing his reaction afterwards. He just immediately turned around and like put his arms out and didn't even look at the guy who like made the interception. Yeah. So dumb. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Anyways. But, okay. Back to talking about my squad. Mike Gesicki stud this year. Gotta like that surprise tight end that just rises to the top. He's number three or four this year. Um, I mean, Cooper, 
showed everybody versus the Vikings how amazing he is with a backup quarterback. So I'll just let that sit with you for a second. <laughs> then I still have Keenan Allen, Sutton, Devonta Smith. So decent pieces to make a little run here at the end. But I kind of like my spot because I have to sneak into the playoffs. And even if I do, I'm still like maybe like a top five, top six team. So I still have good draft position if I don't make a championship run. So I kind of like it. So uh, we we still have all of our second division games to play, right? So that yeah, that, yep. that sits in your favor because if you can get wins over everyone, and then if you can get Boner Stew and Shimoni team to lose a couple. I know. I was thinking about that. I love how it puts the power back in your hands going for the playoffs to end the season. You play. Everyone in your division for the second time the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I when thought that, that was start a cool... again. That'd be week eleven. The last three weeks <clears throat> would be 11, 12, yeah. 13, and then fourteen, yep. fifteen, sixteen for the playoffs. You are correct. You are correct. So four more weeks playing the rest of the league, and then you're back to your division. Wait a second. Yeah, four weeks counting this week. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. Tight. Tight. What do we got on the... Anything jump out to you on the, the weekly report? Gonna have to no, pull it up I feel like app. this last week was pretty bland. Um, there wasn't a ton I thought that like seemed crazy. Even like the high scores of the week weren't really... <laughs> I guess how about Shimoni team scoring 55 points? That's pretty bad. That's disgusting. I mean, to not even break 60. What happened there? Let's take... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, I just got some breaking breaking news as of right now. If you're listening to this podcast this morning, you probably already know even if I'm going to post this in 30 minutes. Michael Thomas has a new issue with his ankle, so he's going to be sitting some more. Which, can you really feel good about the prospect of Michael Thomas this year with Jameis Winston going down anyway? Okay, Shimoni team so. got 15 <laughs> points out of Aaron Rodgers and 18 points out of Melvin Gordon. And then he had Samanje Perrine for uh, 2.6. He played Emmanuel Sanders for 0 points. 0 receptions out of 4 targets. He played... That's surprising. Khalif Raymond who got zero receptions out of or zero receptions out of one target and it's for zero points. Shmoney. Uh he got 16 points out of CD Lamb and he got zero points out of Rob Gronkowski. 2.6 out of Hilton. So he had like <laughs> five guys that got he five guys combined for five points. 5.2 points. What the hell? That's Does he not have anybody on his bench? Why can't I find it? There he is. Crowder had 12 points. Agnew had 12 points. Those are all bench players, but I don't. I mean, they're they're not like guaranteed starts over anyone that was that he started. Okay, Devontae Adams, COVID list should get him back this week. That hurt him pretty bad, but ugh. yeah, he doesn't have much on this bench. I like the Agnew pickup. He's been getting some volume. Crowder got a lot of targets last week. Um, should continue that. I don't know. Yeah, he's not as bad as a score last week, but <laughs> starting Raymond 
uh, and Pirine makes you a little nervous. Um, yeah. Top scoring tight I've end got... last week was TJ Hawkinson with 14 points. Not, yeah, not too no surprised. No one cracked 30 points. Not one player cracked 30 points last week. That's surprising, yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen was the highest scorer, 29.46. Michael Carter surprised a lot of people. Um, but you know what? You could have kind of could have kind of um seen that coming a little bit, just with how Mike White checked down to both the running backs the week before in limited action. They both got like at least six targets. Um AJ Brown with Julio and King Henry going down. Of course, he's the top wide receiver last week. Um, least efficient manager brew crew. Please keep that going this week. Give me another W and continue my, my playoff pursuit, please brew crew. Um, highest points in the loss, Manatee Jackson, 90.36 lowest points in a win. Easy. 91.22. Boom. The best of the worst and the worst of the best. You also had the most narrow victory over uh, Turd Ferg. Mm-hmm. Beat him by, what, four points? That's pretty interesting. I did indeed. One fell my way. Thank you, fantasy football gods. Uh, just looking at win streaks, obviously, sexual feeling with eight wins, eight win streak. Um but Boner Stew in my division, he's on a three-game win streak. Started the year off, what one of one and four. Hey, congrats, so, Boner! Yeah, not too bad. Please stop it though, because I need to take take control of the Surly division. Shmoney teams on a three-game lose streak. He started four and one. Now he's four and four. Yeah, he. Yeah, he came out really hot. <clears throat> I'll try to make it four, four and five here. <laughs> oh, yeah, those three game losing streaks really suck. Um, matchups this week. I already said I'm playing Brew Crew, projected to win. Let's keep that projection where it is. But you were kind of talking about the sexual feeling is playing market zero this week. He's actually projected to lose, but do they have their starters in? Oh, well, he has Hubbard in, so it depends on if uh, Hubba Hubba, as he nicknamed him, if C-Mac is back, then his projection at two points is probably accurate. So he's oh, probably... and uh, Market Zero doesn't have TJ Hawkinson. He's on a bye, so he's got to play Uzoma. Wait a second. I thought, I thought Sexual Feeling had Christian McCaffrey. He does. Oh. Okay, in the matchup, it didn't show IR. That's why. That makes sense. So it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like Sexual Thielen's got his lineup set yet, but he should no, have he's a got pretty, pretty Did big you say that DK, DK on buy in his lineup? Yeah. It's still surprising to that, see. But... Oh, and he's got Terry McLaurin on buy. Okay. So yeah, those two pieces, pretty important. Um, I don't know. He's going to be tough to take down this week if he's got Hubbard and uh, C-Mac. And then he's got Elliott, Cooper Cup, Jerry Judy versus the Dallas Cowboys. Really like that matchup for him. 
I think he's going to continue his nine game win streak. Sorry. Hate to say it market zero, but I don't know. Not seeing it in your future. No wins. Hunter Renfro. God, too. It's too sad to talk about um, Henry Ruggs and, and what he did and what happened, but I don't know. We'll see how, how that, uh, yeah. So he traded, that was, that's an interesting little piece there. Cause market zero traded, uh, traded Irv Smith jr. And, a I think, a no Irv Smith jr. I think he got Henry Ruggs out of it and a pick maybe earlier this season. Yeah. Yep. And I'm glad I was really bitter at first because I was trying to work a trade to involve Keenan Allen for Henry Ruggs. And then I saw Market Zero got Ruggs for practically nothing. I was upset, but can't predict, you know, what happened. But yeah, that definitely loses on that one. Um, Sexual Thielen. Just the rich get richer. You know, freaking guy. He wants to jump on the pod here. I think he got a mic. We got to get him on. I think his schedule doesn't allow him to do it in the mornings like us, but. Let him uh, like me. let him, let him uh, flex on everyone a little bit. Might as well. Yeah. Number one. In yeah. The league. Yeah. Take the stage while you still can, sir. Enjoy it while it lasts. Um, Holy crap, I didn't know this about Ruggs. He's facing a sentence of 2 to 20 years in state prison for a al- alcohol-related driving incident that killed a woman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, driving drunk at 3 a.m., got in an accident. Um, yeah, vehicular manslaughter. So that's pretty damn serious. The The Raiders already released him. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad. You you just can't put yourself in those situations, obviously. And um, I mean, it's definitely more sad for the victim here. But because she died, because she died of car death. Yeah, How that's do you too think, bad. I feel like this is going to be the the first of many headlines out of Vegas throughout the years. You think the Raiders are going to go back to the the old Raider ways? Um, I hope, well, I don't know. I think they'll stay, I think they'll stay in Vegas. I just hope the headlines become a little bit more uplifting and like, you know, star running back was in the club peeing in the middle of the dance floor or something like that, you know, and not like, like, come on, we're in, we live in an era of Ubers. Henry Ruggs had Ubers existed his entire like legal drinking age life. Yeah. Like, come on, there's no excuse anymore. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, let's, yeah. So, what do we got? We got the the returning champ facing fully torqued, the hot, red hot, fully torqued team at full staff. And uh, P-Money Mahomes. Yeah. Okay, so Cream of the Crop has Michael Carter, Ayuk, Tony, well, maybe Tony and Michael Carter are the two biggest surprises for him. So even in a down year, to gain pieces like that after a championship year, I think that's pretty damn good. So he might be able to surprise with a little playoff run. But first red hot 
fully torqued. I don't know. It's it's make or break for these two and six teams, myself included. <laughs> so we'll see. That'll be interesting. Fever's fellas projected to win over the boner stew by a, a significant margin. And it looks like surprisingly boner stew has his lineup set. Wow. Um, yeah, bonus do, I hate to say it, but how did you get on this three game win streak? Not seeing too much. I mean, Brady, Tom Brady had a hot streak. Oh yeah. Swift is on by Godwin. Godwin's on by. Yeah. I get, I mean, he's got AJ Brown had a hot game. Harris had a couple hot games. Herbert. I actually like Her- Boner Stew's lineup. He's he's one of the big wheelers and dealers in this league, and he, uh, I don't know, I feel like he's built himself a pretty decent uh, roster here. He has, but Harris and Herbert are like flash in the pan guys. Herbert's going to, I mean, Montgomery's going to be back soon, so he's going to be pretty thin at running back. I mean, he's got Swift, but I don't know. Miles like Sanders these- comes back. That's another starting starting running back. But even when he was a starter, it was gross. I mean, Sanders like wasn't doing anything. Oh yeah. And if he had a 15 point week in week one and hasn't cracked double digits since then. Yeah. And Gainwell is only going to improve. So who knows? Anyway, it'll be, I mean, obviously he has, he has good pieces. Kittle. I like the Tyler Johnson pickup Minnesota kid. Yep. No, he was a good talent and really good fit in that offense. Also, if they traded like Chris Godwin, Tyler Johnson could be like a top 30 wide receiver right away. But they didn't trade Godwin. Um, Any other no, matchups here to take a look through? Uh, Grizzly Dizzly has been a hot streak. He made his pod debut and threatened to put jizz in your eye not too long ago. Um, He's got Hertz. He's got Elijah Missile. Um, Jamar Chase, Chase Claypool, Stefan Diggs, Dallas Goddard, like all those names. So, I don't know. He's going to be a threat in the playoffs for sure, and Turdford does not stand a chance. <laughs> North three members, are, are they favored to win in this one? Uh, yeah, but I don't think the other team has set their lineup. Shmonike. No, no, but your lineup, even without King Henry, is looking very strong. Yeah, Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Hopkins, gotta love that core. Alvin Kamara, Herbert. Yeah, you're, you're really just, a f- I mean, Zach Ertz, that, that worked really well in your favor. You're really just a, a flex spot and a RB2. I mean, you were just a flex spot away from running away with this thing, but like you How said, disappointing if Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. Ben, I mean, I keep hoping that he'll do something, but I just saw something that said that he's uh, it's like Baker Mayfield's passer rating when like over the last three years is 98 or 97 <laughs> or something. And when passing to OBJ is like 67. It's funny, all these stats, especially the trade deadline, came out about OBJ. Even his dad, I love this power move, his dad 
released this like well edited video of like every route run this year that OBJ was just wide open where Baker missed him or didn't even like look his way. I saw, <laughs> I, saw, uh, I saw a response to that uh, post on sleeper when sleeper <laughs> re- or, like put a notification out there for that. And then the, there was a, someone responded. I heard Baker Mayfield's dad put a, another post out of OBJ dropping a bunch of balls. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's such a good point because he totally could. It's yeah. you've watched him out there and it's been really bad. Um, I forgot that primetime game, but he like slipped on a route and it, he just looked like a fool because he's he was like in the downward dog position and this ball like hit him in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That's it was bad. like, oh, this is so bad. He just doesn't look like he's running with confidence, to be honest, or he's like. He, he just thinks all that it's like wasted effort because he's not going to get the ball anyway. And then he's almost surprised when the ball goes his way. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Keep dreaming, my friend. Well, we're coming into the home stretch here in the, in the league. Best of luck to yep. everyone. Best of luck and or not luck. Yeah. To the rest of y'all. Shit. Hey, good luck everyone. to us. You know, good, good luck to us at least, but. Thanks for listening in, and um, it'll, it'll start to heat up here, Easy. Get it. Goodbye.